I'm Kim Siever, and you are listening to the Hot Pepper Poetry Podcast. been a month, I think, or so, since I last did a podcast episode, so I apologize for that. been a very super busy past month, and I haven't had a chance to be able to put something together. I was able to find some time and sit down and put this podcast episode together for you. So this is going to be a bit interesting, because this poem I wrote two months ago, over two months ago, on the 4th of June, I haven't written very much poetry since then. But when I did write this one, I had not recorded a podcast episode about it. And the reason why it's going to be interesting is because I've actually forgotten a little bit about the meaning behind some of the imagery I used. And so it's going to be a bit of a challenge for me to be able to explain some of it. It's pretty complex. But we'll go through it and we'll see what I can come up with. So the poem I wrote is called Waters of Dust. And if you want to follow along, just go to my website, Siever.ca slash Kim should be on the front page, particularly if you're listening to it in the middle of August. If you're listening to it much later, and I happen to have written some more poetry since then, you can just use the search option on my page. Just look for Waters of Dust. So let's get right into it. Hanging up on a cross, dripping from toes my dross, buried in waters of dust, chipping away at crust, breathing on me a dove, Sent from the moon above, tending fin wing and claw, eating good fruit I saw, nibbling on blood and brain, riding on wheel of pain, farming thorns from the brink, wanting for crumb and drink. Yes, that's Waters of Dust. I wanted to talk about the personal effects of the atonement. I came across this idea of waters of dust, and I don't even remember where I got that from. But the idea of waters of dust was intriguing to me, and I wanted to incorporate that into a poem, and this friction, this contrast between water and dust almost like this oxymoron really appealed to me, and I wanted to sort of talk about that. And so the atonement is a central theme in this poem, but there's also some aspects of personal trials. So hanging upon a cross, tripping from t- toes my dross. So this isn't that I personally upon the cross, but there's just this connection to Jesus being on the cross. The sacrifice on the cross that he made. The sacrifice he made for my imperfections. Buried in waters of dust, chipping away a crust. And it's just this idea of baptism. 
Because when we're baptized, we're buried in the water. In Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 4, Paul says, Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ is raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Likewise in Colossians 2.12, Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised you from the dead. So we are buried when we're baptized. We put away our old life. When we go into the water and when we come up, we're starting our new life. It's a symbol. And so buried in waters of dust is a reference to this idea of being buried through baptism. But it's the dust that provides this contrast. Because when we're normally baptized, we're baptized in water. So it's this dust that's providing the contrast. And this is the part that I've lost the meaning for. I'm not sure what I was going for, actually. Because it could be a couple of things. I mean, dust could have a reference to this idea of the creation, where we're made from dust, and when we die, we're brought back to the dust. It could also have a reference to, you know, some of the difficult things in our lives that cover us. Our challenges, perhaps our doubts, maybe our sins, that sort of thing. I'm not sure what I was trying to go for specifically with that line. But chipping away at crust, this is this idea of this physical self, this temporal self, this mortal self, being in the way of our spiritual self, trying to get at who we really are meant to be, trying to get at who we are inside. Breathing on me a dove sent from the moon above, so this is a reference to Jesus' baptism. Breathing on me a dove, that's the Holy Ghost descending on Jesus after he's baptized, sent from the moon above. This is a reference to Heavenly Mother, she being the one to send down the dove. That's obviously some artistic license. doesn't strictly say in the scriptures that God the Father sent down the Holy Ghost in the form of a dove. So it's not technically wrong. It is taking some artistic license. Tending fin, wing, and claw, eating good fruit, I saw. I think this is a reference to this idea that we have a responsibility to be stewards of the earth. That we're supposed to manage the resources rather than just be consumers of them. That we're more like farmers, gardeners, than we are partakers. I mean, we can be both at the same time, but it seems sometimes that we as humans have this tendency to think we're just consumers. And that we don't have responsibility for managing the environment and the world's resources. Nibbling on blood and brain. Riding on wheel of pain. I think nibbling on blood and brain was a reference to the scriptures. Although I'm not sure how brain fits into it. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Riding on wheel of pain. I don't even remember what that's about. Sorry that this is such a pitiful podcast episode. This is what happens when I let so much time go by without doing a podcast episode, but it's been just so busy. Farming thorns from the brink, wanting for crumb and drink. Wanting for crumb and drink, that's an obvious connection to the sacrament. 
crumb being bread and drinking water, of course. But farming thorns from the brink. This could be a reference to the creation after Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 18, this is after Adam and Eve had partaken of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and God and Jesus visited with him, and he's in the middle of cursing Adam, and one of the things he says is, Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, it being the earth, the ground and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. So farming thorns from the brink, I think, has a reference to that. I'm not sure what from the brink means, though. So farming thorns, I think that's just this idea of, you know, the difficulties in our lives. But I'm not sure why I said from the brink. Anyhow, so this is, this is my poem waters of dust. I know this has been a very convoluted episode and maybe not even that helpful to you. So I apologize for that. But actually this might be an opportunity for you to provide feedback to me. So as you're going through this poem, hopefully you've been following along at siever.ca slash Kim. And if you have thoughts on what you think some of this imagery means, why don't you let me know in the comments on my website. Uh, or you can, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, you can leave a comment there. Give me some feedback on your thoughts on some of the imagery I used. And remember, just because I use a specific type of imagery to portray a specific type of image, doesn't mean that it has to be that image. It could be what you want it to mean. That's really some of the point behind art. It's open to interpretation from the person who's viewing it or reading it or watching it. So yeah, let me know what you think. If you did happen to find this poem useful, you should give me a thumbs up on SoundCloud. Let me know in the comments on SoundCloud or on my website. And if you like my podcast in general, say if you've listened to a few episodes, give me a review on Google Play or Apple Podcasts. Let others know what you think about my podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I've had very many reviews, and so it'd be nice to get another review from someone. And if you're feeling generous on the poem page, there's a support button. Feel free to send me support. My lowest option is 99 cents, so it shouldn't cost you very much money. And while you're at it, why don't you sign up for a newsletter? Once a month, I'll send you out a collection of my poems so that you can be aware of when new poems come out just in case you don't go to my website very often. Thanks for listening. Thanks for enduring this awkward poetry session. But I hope that it's been somewhat useful to you. And I look forward to talking to you again. Hopefully not another month from now. Have a great day.